Hey guys, long time no see. Welcome back to the Outlook Industries podcast. It's your host, Trevor Johnson, back at you with another episode. Today, we have Logan Schneider on the podcast. He's a cool kid. I'm super excited that I got to talk to him. He's He's got so many cool aspirations and has done so many sweet YouTube videos and just is one of those content creators that I really like to talk to. So... Yeah, we've had some we had some great conversation, talked about his video part that he just dropped that he apparently worked a year on. If you guys haven't seen that, definitely go check it out. It is on his YouTube channel and uh, all of his links should be down below in the description of this video or audio if you're listening on uh, wherever you're streaming on your podcasts. Go check that out. It's a great video. It's got some great kind of more underground California writing. So I really enjoyed it. It's about 16 minutes long. But yeah, I have a lot of cool guests coming on this next week. So stay tuned. I should be back to my normal schedule of uploading twice a week on Tuesday and on Friday. So be ready for those. And yeah, welcome Logan Schneider to the podcast. Let's get right into this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Outlook Industries podcast. I'm here with Logan Schneider. How you doing, Logan? Pretty good. What's up? Thank you for taking some time out of your day to come on the show. Um, I have been living under a rock and I didn't really know about your YouTube channel, but I've been watching it all morning and I love your content. I love what you're doing and it seems like it's getting some traction. So good for you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) So before we get into all that YouTube stuff, um, I just want to kind of know like, where did you grow up and like, what do your parents do and just kind of your background? (coughs) So I was actually born in Germany. Oh, really? Uh, yeah and then i lived there until i was two and then i moved here because my dad was in the military so that's how my parents met my mom's german my dad's american and i moved to uh california sacramento the capital and uh just been living here since and i go to visit germany every every summer i'm about to go there in two weeks for three months really yeah where in germany um barvaria more specifically like bamberg area oh okay so do you bring your scooter there and stuff yeah how are there i can't go three months without riding yeah no kidding (laughs) dude there's a bunch of parks out there and uh i met some friends out there from going there every summer um and i basically like travel around on the train with them and we go to a bunch of parks and go park hopping and stuff it's super fun Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, because their public transportation is a lot better down there than it is here, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how it's going to be with COVID now. Oh, true. Yeah, I don't know. Because I was just in Guatemala, and they are how are way better about wearing masks than we ever were here, or at least where I am at. So I just found that really interesting. Yet the CDC says that they're like one of the worst places to go, which was just wild to me. Um, but do you have any siblings? I do not. I'm an only child. Only child. Nice. So yeah, that's where the that's uh, curse. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, how'd you get into scootering? So, dang, I've actually been riding for a while. So this is, I really got to think for this one. So I, I moved. So when I moved to SAC, like uh, I moved houses and then the house I live in is like five minutes away from a skate park and the skate park's on like a main road Yeah, I'd drive by all the time. And I'd see people there and I always tell my parents, I want to go there. I want to go there. And I eventually went there with like a BMX bike. And then I saw people on scooters and then I tried out everything. And then I really got into scootering and mm-hmm. then I got my first razor ultra pro, um, when I was seven for Christmas I nice. still remember that specifically going the next morning. It was like raining and I still went to the skate park cause I was so excited to ride it. And then I've been hooked ever since I never stopped. Yeah. You have to start out on a razor of some sort because yeah. I had the, uh, the black label 2.0. <coughs> that's that's, a, that's the OG one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Dude. In Germany, uh, everyone 
like their entry level scooters are like MGP. That's like their razor in really? Europe. Really? Yeah. So like when they get their first scooter, it's like, oh, if you didn't start out on an MGP, then what were you doing? Like that's how it is here with Razor. It's funny. That's that's wild. It's just really so big there. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, because yeah, it's kind of a little bit more developed in Europe than it is here. I feel like, or at least it was back then. I guess it was just a different brands because everything's so far and shipping costs so much. So like MGP probably had a distribution or something and. In there and that was their walmart scooter oh right yep yeah they're kind of i'm seeing more of them here now as far as in walmarts and stuff they have the mgps and fusion yeah. uh, a few more brands in walmart which is which is kind of sick which is good for the little kids that are starting out for sure um what kind of like did you have any friends that scootered uh not when i started i like got all my friends from going there like okay. i was I was uh, always the little the little kid snake and everyone for a long time until I finally started progressing. And progression started slow because back then scooters were so heavy and I was so small. Like the little kids nowadays got a pandemonium and titanium bars to start out and their yeah. progression goes like that. <clears throat> but back then, um, I don't know. Do you know what twan, twan knot bars are? Twan. No, I do super, not. Super, super old. You can't even find them on Google. Like that's really? how old those bars are. Yeah, they're they're MGP, and then uh, Tuan, the the rider for MGP back then, had signature bars. It was shaped like a heart. They were super ugly, but I thought they were so cool. And they were for Rasta, and I had like ten pound, eighteen tall bars, um, <laughs> Phoenix deck, and it was just way too heavy for how small I was. I've seen those bars. I, I didn't know that's what they were called, but I've definitely seen those. Yes, they are ugly. But that's like the, the era of like the grenade clamp too. So like I had the grenade clamp on that complete too. Really? No way. I have it at, downstairs. I have the grenade clamp in green. Yeah. That, wow, again, that was... another heck of heavy scooter part on that scooter. <laughs> yeah. You gotta hang that thing up on the wall. Those are like some classics. They are. For sure. Um, so you did you BMX before you scootered? Yeah, I also race bikes a little bit. Okay, yeah. so like BMX racing on. But I never really got into it. I had like a red line eventually, and I got. I feel like a lot of scooter riders raced bikes for a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of common, at least here in in California. I don't know how it is on the on the East Coast, but yeah, I don't know much about the East Coast scene either, and there's yeah. not much in the Midwest. So yeah, yeah. Um, so what comp, what was your first comp and what comps have you competed in? Um, first comp was the rush. No, 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 no. It was Epic, Epic indoor skate park. Okay. Yeah. First comp. Do you know that park? I I've heard of it. Yeah. There's some pretty big scooter comps. that went down there. I met a lot of pros when I was little that I didn't know who they were until like later on thinking back, like, Oh my God, I met them. Yeah. Like, uh, that that comp was pretty big um and i just went in beginner and didn't really do anything yeah um but uh, like going to like a comp that i actually placed in my first one was my local park rush rush skate yeah. park and uh i ended up getting first in in like the beginner division and then i kept nice. placing first every year until they m changed the date to when i'm in germany so i couldn't compete oh anymore. really yeah, yeah it used to be before I went to Germany, but they changed it to the like middle of summer. Yeah. Makes no sense. But you just went to that AZ grind comp, didn't you? How was that? Yeah. Dude, that was a freaking blast. I it was so nice to finally go to a comp again. It's been like a year and a half. And yeah. it's seeing all my old friends from everywhere, like the S D homies, meeting new A Z homies because that was my first time in Arizona and I wanna eventually move there. So it was pretty cool like seeing the surrounding area yeah it's like the scootering hotspot right now i feel like yeah there's but, so many good riders in az dude it's like sd 2012 like that's like that now here or yeah. in arizona you know yeah so, the comp itself was cool i met a lot of new people and uh some crazy stuff went down did you ever did you see that clip of juju jumping that over was the... stupid yeah that's huge <laughs> oh my i don't God. understand how he didn't go through the mini ramp <laughs> <laughs> it was brand new there was already 
people almost breaking the ramps from how the, just the elevation of writing like yeah juju is like i i heard a rumor like like my friend was like juju told me that he wanted to try this and he like no one else knew and i was like yeah right like you're just capping and then he's like i i watched like juju during best trick like before it happened like looking at the spot that my friend told me that he was gonna do it at oh wow is he actually gonna do this i am this up right now (laughs) yeah i was like oh my god no way and his goal was to land in the spine yeah but that's why it's stupid just flew but he landed it dude did you watch the fall yeah yeah oh it's wild scorpion dude yeah this plant scorpion we all thought he was dead he got up he's like am i good He's his like, face in that clip dude is crazy he's like oh my he's just surprised to be alive honestly like i couldn't imagine scorpion that hard just flipping over and being like nothing's broken well <laughs> dude that's really how it is when you fall that bad you're like all right am i okay you have to like look yeah because you're like entirely in shock that's crazy how did your runs go how do you feel about them um first run okay it was super like like hot in there it wasn't like super hot it was like my hands were super sweaty yeah uh, i gotcha and at this at the ending part in my run i've i found out that like if my hands get too sweaty for the whip front scoot that i wanted to do over this transfer my hand would uh would slip off and i'd fall so i was like all right if my hands feel the same in that spot when i'm because it only happens sometimes like if my hands are too sweaty so first run i was coming up to that spot and i noticed my hands were sweaty again i was like crap what am i gonna do so i tried to do like a last second umbrella instead because i don't yeah. take my hands off the bars or anything and i missed my footing yep and i face planted really bad and i was, was like that well, like, it wasn't really bad it was just was that from the mini ramp like that big section over to that transfer to that land yeah. or the takeoff of the step up yes okay well, yeah. was, no no so it was from uh it was the other side. So it was from that big, you know, the big drop in. Yep. The big drop into the box. Then there's that quarter pipe. Yep. That quarter pipe goes all the way along, all the way over to where the mini ramp section is. Yes. So it's transfer from the big quarter into the mini ramp part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I know what you're talking about. So I was just transferring to the mini ramp section. Gotcha. But then second, second run, um, I got to that point. I was like, crap, I like, don't want to mess this up. I, apparently i can't umbrella right now so <laughs> i was like all right um i'll just throw a bar spin and like yeah i wish he would have told me how much time i had left because that's what he did for everyone else in that section because then i would have done like another air trick right there and then finish it off because that was the end of my run i was just going to do the, the trans this other transfer yeah and i did that transfer and then he's like 15 seconds left and i was like i was like crap so i just uh, did like, yeah. buttercup and then i tried to do like it was the very end. It was like last five seconds. I could have just called it and I would have been fine. Probably would have had a better score. But then I was like, all right. So I tried to do like an awful bar rewind. Uh, yeah. Like 180 awful bar rewind and my hand slipped because it was slippery. And then I was like, oh. and then I fell at the very end. I was like, dang, I could have just not done that. And I would have been fine. Yeah. I had a flawless run. But, you know, it is what it is, right? Yeah. You win some, experience. you lose some. And you, you live streamed that whole thing, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, I was talking to Rob, the owner of the the of AZ Grind, yeah, of AZ Grind and Hang Five Gear and all that. And I was like, "Yeah, are you doing a live stream?" Because I knew some parents were asking and stuff. And then he was like, "No, I'm not live streaming it." I'm like, "How would you feel if I live streamed it for my YouTube for you guys, like through my YouTube?" And he was like, "Dude, that would be awesome." And I was like, perfect. And it's like a win-win. He gets a live yeah. stream and then I get like more traffic to my YouTube. So I was like, it was perfect. So my friend helped me out with that because I was still competing too. Yeah. So I had to like balance everything. It was kind of stressful, but it ended up uh, being pretty good. There was a lot of technical difficulties from like, because we live streamed on my phone. Yeah. And I'd get like a phone call and it just shut down the live stream and everything would turn black, but you could still hear the audio. So oh, like if someone wow. tried to call my phone, there's like the notification would come down and then everything would everything would go black. So then I'd have to restart it. That's why you see like 20 live streams that are like two hours. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. Going. I thought you switched it for like the sections, but um, that makes more sense. Jeez. Cool. No, it wasn't that planned out. Well, you, you probably <laughs> haven't had much experience live streaming before, right? 
No, just like normal YouTube live streams where I'm just at the skate park or something, but yeah, nothing like that. No, it was pretty, it's pretty hard, but I powered through it. And the most fun, <coughs> sorry, the most fun was filming the pro set section because yeah, all the pros' moms ended up being in my live stream. It was super funny. Really, Der- Derek Mars' mom, Cody Flum's mom, like uh, Addison Wilbrook's mom. I, like I went up to Derek, I'm like, "Yo, your mom's in here," and he's like, "What's up, mom?" <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was like, "What the heck? Why do I got everyone, all the pros' moms in my life?" Yeah, all the moms. There you go. <laughs> what what so was weird. uh? What did you compete in? Advanced, so like the one under pro. Under pro. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. How many sections were, was there? Like beginner, intermediate, advanced, and expert, or pro? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, sure. those are the divisions. Nice. Yeah. I didn't, I wish I could have been able to go, but with everything else that was going on, I was not able to, but that would have been such a sick comp to go to. Um, just because it's the first one for the year. So yeah, I was just like waiting. I was waiting impatiently for all the clips to come out. And so there was some sick runs. Cody, Cody is just like superhuman. Who other runs were you like super impressed by? Colin McLean. Collins. I think, it. This is just my opinion, but yeah. I genuinely think that he uh, he should have won first place, and he really? didn't get top five. And I was watching that run, and he had an absolutely amazing run. Like the crowd was going crazy, like you know, because you know how sometimes like the judges based off of how the crowd goes too yeah like and the crowd went crazy for him like all the homies were like yes you you got it like blah 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 and dude he didn't even get top five i was like what like I where's where's he from he's from az so like that was his local yeah so but it is what it is he was was, he's kind of upset but you know can't do anything about it no but he put on a show so that's half the fun yeah, but it sucks that he didn't place. He at least should have probably placed. I don't know. I oh, haven't seen Addison Wilbrook went crazy too. Addison Wilbrook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to go. Jeez, I need to. I'm gonna watch your live stream after this probably, um, just because I need to get caught up in all that. But um, yeah, watch the pro runs. People were yeah. throwing some crazy stuff, dude. Even okay, like yeah. Bean. Do you know me, me, Mean Bean? I love Mean Bean. That yeah, kid is dude. so nice. Like, he was like, Oh, I'm just competing for fun. And dude, he actually like threw a very that like cab oh, thing. I'm getting a call. I'm sorry. No, you're good. People always call me at the stupidest times. I'm sorry. No, but, you're fine. Uh, did did that tweak out her at all? No. No. Okay. Uh what was I saying? The uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Mean Bean. Mean Bean. Yeah. Uh no. dude, Mean Bean went crazy. He he threw a, a a super good run together, like like that was different from everyone yep like it wasn't like the basic run and he threw down i was like yo maybe go crazy this his best trick kind of blew my mind that was sick yeah <laughs> like cab thing yeah on the box I was like yo. that's crazy yeah um i kind of want to segue into like your youtube channel and how you kind of got into that and <coughs> how you started your youtube channel because that's always a good story super spur of the moment type of thing i was like i was like dude, I'm going to make it like, I got this GoPro a while ago. I was like, dude, I just need a, I'm going to make it like a, a video at rush. And I was like, I put it on, I got a little chest strap and, um, I literally just filmed a warm ups video. So it was like just me warming up at the park and then I edited yeah. it, uploaded it. And I did like two more videos where it was just kind of similar, just me messing around. And then I did like a, a calling the shots vid with my friend Kellen. Yeah. And, I was like, you know, I'm gonna make an upload schedule. As soon as I made an upload schedule, that's when it went off. Like that's when I never stopped after that. Yeah. What is your schedule? Every Monday, Friday, I upload at 11. And before right. that, it was just once a week. It was every Monday. Yeah. Just because I eased into it. Which I, yeah. if if anyone listening, if you want to start YouTube, do not just go crazy. Like ease into it because you really need to like not overwhelm yourself. You need to like go. You need to like say you need to make it consistent. The consistency is the key part. That's how yeah. you keep it going is the consistency. And you just got to be like, all right, I'm a post on Monday. No matter what, I can't miss it. Yes. And 
That's really important is the, the, just the getting in the habit of doing it. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I did YouTube for a few years and, uh, it was really hard to stay consistent because I'd go on like trips and do like daily uploads and then just be burnt out for like a month and not post for like two, two or three months. I could so never it, do daily uploads. That's really brutal. Yeah. It, I don't understand people who do it for like a year or like a hundred days or whatever. You, you can't sleep like, <laughs> and, and, you record and not only that, when you, you're doing YouTube, you, you got to balance a thousand other things behind the scenes, like, like clothing yeah. and sponsorship, brand deals, all that stuff. Yeah, I know it's, it's insane. So like people like Tanner and guys that have done daily uploads since 2016 or whatever, I'm just like, how are you alive? It's, it's ridiculous. Like it's, it takes a lot. There's a lot that goes on with YouTube. If you haven't mm -hmm. done YouTube, like it is crazy. Um, tell your story about your most popular video. I was watching that. Um, and it was just the uh, skater and the scooter fight. I mean, I understand because it's always the, the like videos that you don't really want to blow up that do. So, uh, so what's the, the fact story that you knew that, that is like, is, well, is yeah. Funny. Have you seen, have you seen my skate park too? Uh, I don't think so. That's my, I made a video. It's got about that 1.7 mil views or whatever. Um, and it is the stupidest video I've ever made. I just, I hate it because people are like, Oh, I've seen your video. And I'm like, I, I know which one you've seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I know, I know how it is. So just tell the kind of the story behind that one. Well, me and my friends went to, to Lodi Skate Park for the first time to practice for uh, the Chino comp that was coming up. It okay. was my first, uh, I actually went in pro in that comp for the ISA. Yeah. And uh, I needed to get a lot of practice in. So that park has a lot of flow. And it was my first time there. I'd just seen it on Google. And we ended up riding there for a while. And then I was filming a YouTube video. And my friend in the background, uh, I was just like talking to some scooter kids that were there and all of a sudden I see my friend get thrown off the ramp. So what happened was he, he was standing there and then the skater was like, play me and scoot. And it was our last like 30 minutes there. So my friend was like, nah, I'm trying to, uh, trying to ride for my last 30 minutes. I don't come here very often, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm just trying to yeah. ride. I don't want to play scoot right now. And then, uh, and then the skater just started like cussing him out. He's like, nah, you're, you suck, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. my friend's like, what? Like, what did you just say to me? And then my friend didn't take that lightly. So then he was yeah. like, what's up then? And then the, my friend like pushed him. So then as soon as he pushed the skater, the skater like pushed him off the ramp. And there was yeah. this little like uh, step up thing after it, like in the middle of this bank. Yeah. And his back landed on the quarter of the coping, like the corner. Oh like, God. On the, just spinal. And my friend was like, got up he's like all right i'm gonna have to defend myself or whatever so then uh you probably so i run up right after that happens yeah okay this is on video where it's just like <clears throat> yeah. i'm arguing and then my friend goes like all like like rampage like <laughs> oh like i am just ride a scooter like why do you care like blah 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 yeah the whole just like right. classic scooter skater hate yeah fights that happen everywhere so and it's it, it's it's cool that like you know i made money off of it or whatever but like the rest of my youtube it's like now all my videos get pushed towards people that want look up fight videos because youtube's like oh yeah he uh one million of the viewers on this youtube channel um yeah. watch this so then they push all my other videos to those people and they're those people are like people that don't like scooters so they're uh -huh. not watching them. Yeah. So it's like, it's been hard for me to grow since then, but it's slowly starting to pick up. My normal videos are starting to do a little bit better. Yeah. So I hope that my, my channel starts to migrate over to the scootering videos. getting yeah. pushed. Well, I think there's, there's not enough like variety in scooter channels. Like there's not enough of them <clears> anymore. <throat> um, so I think you Roman people like that are really, um, changing the game and definitely giving people their own kind of smaller communities to come to for scooter content, which I think is, is really important. Yeah. So, um, for, for kids that have a riding style, that's very similar to yours. They're going to migrate towards your channel and that's just how it's going to be. So, uh, I think it wouldn't also just 
be a bad idea for you to post even more. I know you've done some tutorials, but just more tutorials on like unique tricks that you, uh, that you do, you find yourself doing a lot that like your viewers might be like, Hey, I like that he does that. So that's just one tip that I have for you from watching your videos. I just think that that would do pretty well for you, but I love what that you're doing. Like so a good far. idea. Yeah. Cause like an untwist tutorial or something. I do a lot on twists. I can do that. I, That's really cool. Yeah. I can't do untwists. That takes so hard. <laughs> my thoughts on tutorials is uh, like, like once you get to a certain level, they're, they're super specific. Like, like yeah. how to bar with bar. It's like, okay, yeah. you can even know how to bar with tail up and then you just add them together. It's like, like, yeah, you can explain it. There's a lot of tips to it, but it's yeah. like, like who looks up how to bar with bar. Yeah, That's nobody. I think of. Well, I think that, you need to try to change how you do it too. Cause lots of people will just like have the tutorials. I think it'd almost be a good idea. Do you watch John Hill's videos at all? He's a skateboarder. Yeah. Like have like almost like trick tips in your normal videos. Okay. I think that'd be a pretty cool idea. Um, I do that. Uh, I do that, but like not with trick tips. I do it with uh, like competition style writing so like right i'll like talk about my writing i'm like all right right now this is like comp practice and then i kind of go into depth about what i'm doing and that stuff but i think it'd be a good idea for me to uh do that to help with tricks and be like yo so i'm trying this trick this is my process i think yeah. that'd be a good idea because yeah. um just people need to understand or just like see their favorite writers um trying like working on something <coughs> like the process also of like even you learning a trick is always mm -hmm. cool um people like that for sure um i kind of want to segue yeah. into your video part that you just dropped yeah dude that's a really big accomplishment for me personally yeah. and my friends so it started out as a uh <laughs> as a day edit <laughs> yeah that's how it always works <laughs> day at it and we just kept filming that's yeah that's literally and then we added people and and took people out and all that so it ended up being me my friend Ryder, my friend benji josh and colin yeah five people and yeah. um it ended up it started out as just a day at it with me and my friend colin yeah and then it just went off from there it worked on it for a whole year and just a just dropped year. it like two days. Yes, yes. Really? So so you you spent a year on that on that video part. That's crazy. A lot of procrastination from my friends. Well, it's hard <laughs> to like organize everybody. Right. It's like oh, it's so overwhelming. It's oh, like everyone's sure. like, we want a V two. I'm like, I need like some time. <laughs> yeah, and then like, you got to like edit it all, which is a whole nother. And did you film that all on your GoPro? No, I filmed it on my Canon T7i with uh, okay. my long lens and a rocking on fisheye. Okay, cool. Yeah, because the the fisheye clips were nice. I did I did enjoy those. And uh, kind of tell the story behind your your uh, the gas station clip. The gas station scene. Uh oh. So I, that, I was actually. Yeah, what was it? That that kind of like I saw that everywhere when you dropped that video. Like everyone yeah. would be posting that. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I was actually thinking, like, my dad told me to do this. He was like, you need to drop the gas station scene as its own video. Cause I cut out a lot. Like I cut out a lot of like, cause there's boring stuff too. Like my friend that was counting the change at the, at the counter. Yeah. He was counting change for like 40, 40 seconds, probably like, like, if not like a minute or two of going through his wallet going, um, um, just stalling. Yeah. as long as he can that's why the dude said it's not rocket science and he like freaked out but, yeah so there's this orbit gas station and i've been looking at it since i was like a little kid and i'm like dude that looks like a ramp like i want to ride that one day and yeah. then uh like growing up i watched kenny griffin's at it and he did a trick on it. he did like a triple downside or something on it yeah and that's it he never rode off or anything and in my head i always wanted to do a trick off yeah, and uh, that was the goal. Is I was gonna do a two seventy trick on the top and then do a trick off. So um, that gas gas station was like like vacant for the longest time, and I never did anything. And I should have during that time, but now it's it opened back up, and I was like, all right, I want to get a clip on this for my edit, and I yeah. finally organized. 
organized it to where I had like a filmer, you know, a person, and then uh, it was like open. So I was like, all right, I need a person to like stall the dude inside. So like I can get my clip before he comes out or whatever. Yeah. So once we got there, I was like, dude, what if you like strapped on the GoPro and I got an angle from inside the gas station while I'm on the roof. And then my friends yeah. were like, yes, do yeah. that. And it just made it so much more awesome. Like he put on the GoPro and he walks in and then I'm running up on the roof. I got on the roof and I'm checking it out what I can do if I can do what I want to do. And uh, I go and I start trying the trick and it became a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be because it's a simple bry, but the way this roof was set up was what made it difficult. Cause it's like the roof is like rounded on the top like this and yeah. it goes down. Yeah. And when you do a bry flip on a quarter pipe, it's, it's like, it's like that, like long and quarter shaped, not rounded. So mm -hmm. when you do a bry like that, my deck would just slap the side and it, my wheels wouldn't touch or anything. And it was hard for me to roll away. And if I pulled too hard, I'd come at the wrong angle going straight. And the roof was set up to where um, there was like this barricade thing, except for the small sliver that went down. And I didn't know it was like that. So I was like, crap. So I can't do a trick off yeah, because I'm, it's steep and you're going straight down. So I have to like balance myself out and try to land. So then I try this trick and I'm, it took me like a lot longer than I wanted it to. And I'm like, crap, this dude's going to come out any second. And then... He comes out and I didn't know what went on inside. Like, I didn't know any of that happened. I'm just like, dude, you need to get out of the way so I can get off the roof. He's like, get off the roof, get off the roof. I'm like, I can't get off the roof if you're standing where I have to get off. And then he's still standing in the way the whole time. And then finally my, my dad comes over and he pretends he doesn't know us. And he's like, the dude's like, well, you're going to hit me too. And he's like, no, like, let's get these guys like off here, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll help you figure this out. <clears throat> then the dude goes over and talk to my dad. And of course, on that try, I land it and I go down and I, we dip. Yeah. <laughs> my best wow. attempt, my best attempt though, I landed wheels and I didn't hand plan or anything. I rolled down and right when I went to jump off, he came up from underneath and I couldn't jump off the roof. And I was like, no. I was like, over been, him. No. <laughs> oh, that would have been so bad. I would have landed on top of him. It was, yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of those. Uh, it's just such a cool clip because you because he's trying to like he's yelling at you guys and you then you land it and roll away. Those are just always the best. Like the like I just the one that comes to mind in that same kind of um, setting is the El Toro one on the BMX. Oh, dude, that the golf cart, yeah. the golf cart. Yeah, same situation. Same sure. kind of like they're just like trying to stop you and you do it anyway. It's just such a cool story, like from a very easy situation that happens all the time and of course it's always the you land it right when you get that like little sliver that's the one you land it's like like dude he landed that tail up and he rode away and they all left it was like awesome yeah for sure what uh what was the hardest clip for you to get in your Ooh, part that's a good question i hadn't even thought about that um most painful was definitely my my opener Cause I got really bad heel bruise. Like in the beginning of my edit, you see my head, I'm slamming my head on the ground. Cause I'm in so much pain. I'm like, ah. Oh, right. Yeah. Dude. I got the worst heel bruise on that trick. Like what, like, what trick was it? Bruise pain? It was 360 Bry rewind kickless. Oh geez. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Well, I don't know what kicklesses are notorious for giving you heel bruise. Cause you can like yeah. just slam your heels down. But, Jeez, what uh? Kind of think. Yeah. Your ender was whip or heel rewind, whip butter or butter? No, it was bry butter. It was bry butter. Oh right. Yeah. What was I think? I'm thinking of your 2020 edit. Yeah, that was a different one. That was heel rewind butter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess the bry butter was the most the most difficult because it it took me multiple sessions of like trying that trick for that trick is very like 50 50 some people get it really easily and yeah. some people like battle it and i had yeah. to battle it yep is i've tried it a few times started. it i don't even want to start that battle so that's that's where i've been but nothing front scoots for me are oh god 
it's been I, I land i've landed that trick so many times like two feet and slipped out so have you gotten it i've not gotten it i've been trying it for two like, years uh, a lot a lot of people uh do this yeah, it helps us sometimes if you grab the bars it's a little cheat code but yeah see i don't want to do that okay. i could i could i'm i'm refusing to do that though but um, that's probably yeah. why it's harder for me it's like doing the kickless kickless but like doing it where they like stop in the middle you know what i'm talking about where they do it like air but it's like straight i hate that (laughs) that's the the uk kickless kickless is it's the yes yeah exactly bring it across your body like (laughs) yeah right no kidding um what's your favorite trick to do what do you like um probably untwist i love untwist i do them a lot that yeah. bar ones and uh three down heels three down heels are a great feeling trick dude i do those all the time what I trick are you trying to get better at rails rails yep yeah, <laughs> yeah i i know that sigh yep <laughs> it's like i'm so bad at them but it's like i know i need to do them like if i ever want to you know go on tour with a with a company or something and i have to film a part and it's like I can't hit that rail because I can't hit rails. It's like I need to know how to hit rails. Yeah. It's just rails are always a battle. And like it's the learning curve is kind of painful because you're like doing these tricks that you're like, oh, this is shouldn't be hard for me. But you're like just getting bodied on it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you feel like a beginner again. Yeah. Like, which is cool. It makes it like you're progressing again, but it's like it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're just like falling and getting hurt on like really dumb stuff and it's just like why it's not worth it like why don't i just go do something like that was a board slide like why am i eating crap on a board slide like yep my little friend that's like 12 can do that (laughs) yep if you if you procrastinate doing rails it becomes really hard to progress in them but then once you start progressing it's it's so much fun is it yeah i've gotten to that point yet i've been trying to force myself to do rails for the past like year year and a half ever since i started riding with sam because he does so many rails and stuff so um i've gotten a lot better my my front 50s are a lot more comfortable than they used to be so just like working on them all the time and explored with front 50s yet oh they're good front boards right now like like they're so scary for me once you get front boards back lips become easy though so I can front lip. I learned those and I'm getting comfortable with them. Front lips, front lips are fun. Yeah. I've actually, you're right. Uh, you're right. You, once they, you learn them, they see, they start to become fun because I've been having fun with front lips. I'm not even going to lie. I've been having fun with front lips. Uh, have you been working on tricks in or out? Um, I did my, uh, yesterday I did my first ever whip to front lip. Whip to front lip. I hate that trick. I hate that trick. Yeah. It's fun, but it's just like it. It's so scary. It was scary. Yeah, it was on like a bank to like flat. Is it on that box one? Because the box and the rail on top, or is it just like a rail? Like a no. It was at this park that I don't normally go to. It was like this uh, bank that went up like that, and then a rail was with it with the bank. So I like went off the bank, whip front lip on the flat part, and jumped off. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. That sounds like a good place to learn those for sure. Who's your favorite scooter rider? Del Morrison. Why? Um, his style and like, who doesn't love Dylan Morrison, dude? Like, yeah, nobody. That fool, yeah. Is, that fool he, is a mad lad. He yeah. Well, he rides a scooter like a bike, and goes like twice as lo- as big as everybody else. It's just it's so fun to watch. I haven't stopped watching that instead that he just posted. Where he did that dip five. Oh my gosh. Yeah. His dip. Fi- yeah. His dip fives. Have you seen his, uh, like the dip four fifty on a hip? Yes. Oh my mm. God. That clip is so satisfying. Like, I just can imagine like coming around like that <laughs> <laughs> with like rotating in that axis just seems so cool. I just have no idea how to do it. Yeah. It's, it's weird to learn. I can't figure them out either. I've gotten yeah. dip threes a little bit, but they're not like the good looking. So not like that. Yeah, I know that takes years and years of practice. <laughs> um, you, when did you learn flips and how did you learn those? Cause that's always flips? a struggle for people. Yeah. Yeah. 
so ironically enough, I don't even do flips. You don't do I, flips at all? No, I, I and I ride with like, you know, do you know who Hunter Frost is? Yeah. He rides for Fusion. Yeah. I ride with him all the time and he's like he does double flips all the time and he's like, like nothing. Yeah. I went to Woodward with him and Nate the other uh like a couple weeks ago. Gotcha. And like I was like, I'm gonna go do flips. Like you guys are gonna force me to do flips because I just don't do them. I've gone bodied, they just don't work for me. I can't do them. Like I yeah. flip all weird. And they're like, you won't flip weird. You're just scared. I'm like, I'm not scared. I'll do them. So I ended up doing them and I flipped weird and they tried to help me and it just still didn't work out because I couldn't land it because I don't flip straight. And no matter what they did, they're like the top pros for like flips. Like they can flip like yeah. crazy, they do all these crazy flip combos. Can't flip. Can't do it. But I'm going to keep eventually doing them. I feel like I could flare. I feel like that's something I can, I I, can figure out. Yeah. I couldn't do flips for the longest time because there's just nowhere for me to learn them. And I didn't want to just like huck it out of a four foot quarter. Mm. So I just recently learned them, but it's a battle, man. It's a, it's more in here than it is hard. Like, I don't think they're physically hard. They're just like, that's, that's the opposite for me. I've gotten over the mental part. Yeah. Like everyone says like flips are easier than tail whips, like blah, blah, blah. Every time I've been with my friends that learned flips, they landed it first or second try. Yeah. I don't know why I struggle with them. I guess they just don't work for me. Do you do flips on like trampolines and stuff? Yeah. That's always what everyone goes straight to. It's like, it feels similar. I'm just not that good at flips in general. Yeah. I can't do them flat. I can do them on trampolines a little bit, but not really anymore. But because it's it all about like that just air awareness thing did you do gymnastics yeah. or anything as a kid mm-hmm. no okay yeah it's just an air awareness thing it's just you got to do them and probably body yourself on them multiple times before they're gonna work but i, I learned how to like spot my landing all that yeah. and it's just the way i pull off i drop my shoulder and i under flip and i can't land straight oh you're like almost flaring just do a flare mm-hmm. I'll just eventually, I'll do flares when I go to West or something. Are you going to West this summer? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe I'll try to go if I come back in, in time from Germany. Cause I'm going to okay. be there the whole summer. Yeah. Let me know. Cause I'll be, I'll be instructing there for the last five weeks. Really? My yeah. friends are instructing there too. Who, who's uh, Evan who? Davis. Okay. And my friend Landon, my friend Landon, uh, Allen. He's going there in like two days. Evan's already there. He's helping set up. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So a couple of the sack homies you're going to see there. Sick. Yeah, that's cool. I, I just love meeting the people there because everybody's always been so nice. But uh, now since Carson, since Carson Miller's now the uh, scooter director, it's good. It's going to be sick. So I'm excited for this summer. I just like literally before this podcast started, I was filling out like finishing the acceptance letter. So I am excited for this summer because last summer they didn't even have camp. So that was a little sad. Um, Whose video part is your favorite? Mm. Damn, where did you me off guard with that one? I, I, there's been a lot that I really liked recently. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Iris Motion, he does all the French. Yep. Yeah. Dude, anything by him. Oh, him and Charles Padel have the oh, best my. combo. Yes. Dude, they, they work so well together, like filming and writing. Like they're, they have a choreography with it. It's amazing. Yeah. I love Iris's motion, uh, Iris Motion's editing and filming. He's yeah. absolutely amazing with it. The, is it the AOS V4 promo, the new one? Or is it the yeah, I, I think it was. I'm not sure. But yeah, I know they keep did up it. With what, I know they did an AOS the, promo. The new Charles Padel promo is like my favorite video. Period. Like that video is so good. Just the filming and the editing, and yeah, it's just it's really good. So yeah, I agree with that. Um, is there anybody's edits that you took inspiration for your video part with? Yes, his filming, dude. His filming and editing. Like, okay. uh, I had him uh, in my edit. Did you see that part where I had like the three like shutter clicks with the pictures that pop up, the Polaroid yep. type? Yeah, totally took that inspiration from from Iris Motion's edits. He's done yeah. that a lot of times, 
and I think it's like the coolest thing ever. And he does it a lot, like in his, in yeah. his videos throughout, because it like, like it's like a picture of that moment where they were all hanging out and stuff, just like outside of filming, they were just hanging out. And then they have like the slow mo, like audio from that with the music in it, with the Mm -hmm. picture. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Dude, his, his like audio that he does, he does sound effects. He does everything. Oh, I think audio is so much more important than people give it credit. Mm -hmm. And you don't notice that. Only people that like do that stuff, notice the audio stuff. Yeah, I was, I was like, dude, he's gotten everything in there. Like, yeah, everything. like birds chirping sound effects, like all that stuff. The fast forward, the rewind sound effect. It's awesome. It's so, so much work when you start piecing it apart. You're just like, wow, like he must have edited this for weeks. I see it when when I watch those edits. I see all that stuff, and I'm like, yeah. I tried to incorporate some sound. I did a lot of uh, sound effects for the Sack Boys part. Yeah, uh, personally, uh, a lot of like more for like the text effects. Yeah, a lot of audio went into that. Yeah, but how did you do all that text and stuff? And what do you edit with? I edit on Final Cut, but I also okay. have the Creative Cloud. Gotcha. So I uh I did the text animations on uh After Effects. Okay. And then yep. um that was basically idea After Effects brought it into Final Cut and then did the audio and all that stuff and the rest of the editing in there. Gotcha. Yeah. How did you where did you learn the After Effects stuff? YouTube. Uh it was more just like I wanted a specific thing done and I didn't know how to do it in final cut. So I would look it up and then they were like, you can do this in after effects. So I would open up after effects and I do it in there. Gotcha. I just had the creative cloud. So. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I don't know much about after effects. That's one of those programs that like, I would love to learn. Yeah. It, it's difficult. I don't try to use it for anything. Cause it's super like time consuming for most yep. things. Yeah. It's like animation stuff. So, um, I don't try to do it unless I have to for like video parts. That's the only times where I use it. Gotcha. Um, what is your favorite thing about scootering and why do you keep doing it? I have like people come up to me and they're like, how did you never lose motivation? And yeah. for me, it was never motivation. It was always drive. I, I never could stop. Like I never lost any love for it. It was just as soon as I started, I, it was like a drug. It's addictive for me. Like I can't stop. Like I have to keep riding. It's, it's weird. I don't know what it is, but my favorite part is, uh, is it's, it's like my, my expression, my, my mental like state. Like when I go out and I'm dealing with stuff, I go to ride and I let it all out. Like I love that in riding. And then there's so much to love about it. Like, you know, your friends, you meet, people like all my friends are from scootering and all that stuff and i bet you have met so many people throughout the years in scootering yep, as everyone sure. else and it's just awesome you meet so many people well it's blown my mind how accepting the scooter industry is just like everyone's yeah. so down for like people who are trying to just like better the industry and create themselves and just like expressing themselves and and there's not as much like toxicity i guess as um, some of the other industries. So I've just found that really refreshing and people are really easy to reach out to. So that's been really nice, especially for me with this podcast, people have been really accepting and, and down Mm -hmm. to like help me out. So it's just been super cool. Um, but yeah, I, I've tried skateboarding, I've tried BMX and all those other ones, but it just like keeps coming back to scootering. So that's, that's home for us. So I'm sure everybody listening to this has their, either their thing or it is scootering. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I love it. Scootering is awesome. <laughs> so, um, you obviously do YouTube, so you have some interest in like cinematography and stuff. Um, what, what do you see in the future with that? Um, I I hope to like, I hope to like do YouTube as a career. I know that sounds cliche, but like, I throughout like the time it it gets really stressful but it's like i love it it's like uh 
like I love the almost the stress that comes with it because like I'm doing what I love. I ride scooters and I'm trying to make money off of it. And if I can monetize riding and just ride scooters and live my life like and travel, like that's that's the goal. That's where I want to go with uh with YouTube and wherever my YouTube goes. If it's eventually you know some other stuff outside of scootering, like my daily life, if I'm going out and doing other things, I don't. I could care less, like, as long as I'm doing what I love. Because I know a lot of people like Tanner Fox branched out off of scootering. And I don't hate on him for that. I think it's cool, like, that he's doing other stuff and, you know, making money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You, you can't really hate people from for trying to, you know, like, make money and survive. Because that's what you got to do. Um, I think I hate how, like, uh, frowned upon it is. I know. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, and... Tanner's probably brought more people or like introduced more people to scootering than like anybody else. So he's grown our industry so much. Why, why were we hating on him for a while? Um, I don't think, I don't know if people still are now, but I don't think so. I think he's been more accepted now. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is good. People are kind of accepting of what he's allowed and people are like, why does he have a pro scooter? He's not even a scooter rider. It's like, because he has something to offer to the lucky and he gives them sales. So of course, but he's been riding a lot more lately. And, and yeah, he's just, he's figuring it out. He's monetizing himself, which is what everybody wants to do. So same with like Claudius, dude, I hate yeah. how people hate on Claudius. Like, yeah. like, look, I don't know if anyone can in their mind realize this, but Claudius, you, you look at like your little cousin watching the Teletubbies on on the TV and you're like, why are they watching this? Like, this is entertaining at all. Like yeah. kids love that. Like they yeah. love the, TVs. well, that's what Claudius is of the scooter industry. We look at Claudius. We're like, why do people watch this? Like, it's literally the kids television of scooter. And he's literally just bringing entertainment to little kids. That fool doesn't actually act like that. Like he's a little off obviously, but yeah, like, he's still a normal human. Like he has another YouTube channel where he does real estate. Like he's a businessman. He's just trying to make money. Like, I don't know why he gets so much hate. Like, like just let him do his thing. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of that. Um, and people don't see it. Cause they're like, why would, who is this guy? Like, why would he be making videos like that? Like, isn't that like childish? And he's like, never going to grow up, blah, blah, blah. If you look at the view count, and the like ratio on those videos it does it's not rocket science like he's he, that's his spot that's what he's doing it's the same thing kind of with raymond like raymond has to kind of focus himself towards the younger audience because that's who watches his videos i see myself doing that too and yep. it's a little bit like why are you a little why are you family friendly it's like well the majority of the audience that watch scootering youtube videos are little yeah. kids you don't see that well, you, you want to be a good role model at the end of the day for whoever it is for anybody. So, um, you don't want to be seen as not that, which is kind of how the skateboard industry has been or was for a while. Um, I see some of the YouTubers, the skateboard YouTubers coming back and being more family friendly and Andrew Schrock and there's people doing good stuff there, but like the Thrasher and stuff was all about like, Oh, let's smoke, let's drink, let's do all these like bad things so that we're like, have this image which kind of worked for them, but I don't think we're the same path. <coughs> yeah. And with we like, don't have that. yeah, with like fashion and scootering, it's completely different than skateboarding. Have you seen you that? Think? Yeah. Cause like we wear a lot more or like, like skinny jeans and like almost like guest shirts and stuff. More uh, than I feel like uh, the skate and scooter clothing is very similar. Like for the majority of the people, like, um, I, I'm thinking like, okay, scootering has became kind of like skateboarding was where it used to be like really parking and it's starting to transition over to mostly, uh, the, the street, you yeah. know, street skating got really popular. It used to be bowl. Now it's like that for scootering. I feel like a lot of the street scootering is becoming the main core of the scootering industry. And yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of the street scooter riders wear like just baggy jeans and some some blank shirts or some basic logo on the front. Yeah. Some, some Dickies and some shirts. Maybe that, it's that is just true. has to do with where we live. That that's probably more true. Yeah, actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I haven't thought about it like that's that. What it is. That is more what it is. Cause 
I I watch more like Arizona riders and stuff, and it's they have a certain style compared to like French riders or Australian riders, or it's it's more of you're right, more of where you live determines that. It's and pulp pop because yeah, where you're at. The the Arizona kids do wear more like you know skinny jeans and short socks and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, because they all have like that uh that Clayton Lindley style <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he's like exactly. the, the grandfather of that one um what uh what do you see yourself doing in 10 years or where do you see yourself at i'd be a millionaire i know that sounds cliche too but I, that's like i don't know i i just i really like business i have a lot of fun in business yeah. i like you know putting work in and seeing it pay off and stuff like that and you know, some people hate on the like money driven people, but I, I, I like it. I, I have fun doing it. It's business. So that's yeah. my goal is to eventually be like that and still ride scooters and put money all, you know, I want to put a lot of money into the sport. I want to like, I want to get to that point and then just be able to push scootering like hardcore and make it bigger. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting when you say that because a lot of people from the outside see it as like money driven, but it's more opportunity driven because money is just basically opportunity. So you just want to be able to have the opportunity to invest in different things. And probably as far as like us and um, Jared Adelson's doing some great stuff, we're just trying to push scootering, like just make scootering better. So at the end of the day, the money's a lot of it is probably going to go back into promoting the scooter industry. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I also just want to be able to live comfortably and travel like, yes. to where it's not like, what is my next, like, I have to go get ramen so I can, you know, while traveling, because that's what I noticed right now is like, I'm trying to save money. So like, when I go out and travel to places, I'm like, trying not to spend $10 at, you know, every fast food place, yeah. trying to save money. But I want to be able to just, you know, if my friends are like, dude, you need to try this crazy burger joint. I'd be like, yeah. yes. Yeah. How, how old are you? I have to worry about it. 17. 17. Wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You got time. So yeah. are you, are you still in high school? Um, yeah, I'm about to graduate in like on the fourth. So. Oh, good yeah, for you. Nice. Yeah. What are your plans after that? Um, well right now, so I'm basically, I graduate on the fourth or I graduate on the third, I think. I have a uh, fusion ride down the fourth. And then after that, I go to Germany for three months okay. and I'm going to come back. And then my plan is to travel with Hunter. So me and him are going to go to a bunch of places and just try to uh, just experience the United States and travel and scooter and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And eventually move to Arizona. That's the end goal is to move there. Where in Arizona? Have you decided where yet? Or just like Mesa area like Mesa. that, like where, kind of the scootering hotspot is right now yeah like havasu which is kind of like hours away but more in the center like yeah uh, tempe area yeah all that because there's there's a lot of great skate parks in arizona oh there's a lot all of them have lights and the skate parks there are phenomenal yeah like amazing like first night we came from off the plane like first park we went to we went to this uh they called it like it's like a bike park it's a bike skate park and it was awesome. uh, the big one with like the tr the square box jump thing in the middle uh yeah it has like a those big rollers huge rollers yeah the like double double hit yeah on the far side yeah mm -hmm. that's a that's my buddy ian's local that's a great skate yeah. park that it's crazy it's scary to ride it's so fast Dude, it, I had so much fun there. Like, we only had like an hour before the lights turned off, and it felt like twenty minutes. Like, we all had an amazing session. The park was empty. It was just like eight of us just riding it. It was awesome. Oh wow! Yeah, nice, awesome. Well, I have uh, one more question for you. Uh, what's your meaning of life? It's my meaning of life. We go deep for the last one. Um, I like, like peace and happiness like i just want everyone to just like be happy and just like all of us just communicate and you know live our lives for what we want to do and not worry about anyone else and you know just be happy 
Yeah. It's my meaning of life to be happy and prosper. Do what, do what makes, do what makes you happy. It doesn't really matter what it is, but find your community, do what makes you happy. Yeah. That totally makes, that's what we all want. So that, that's good. Well, thank you, Logan, for coming on again. It's been awesome talking thank to you. you. Yeah, of course. Um, I am super excited to see where your YouTube channel goes. Where can we follow you? Uh, at Logan underscore Schneider on Instagram and then Logan Schneider on YouTube. Awesome. Well, thank you for talking to me. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Outlook Industries podcast again. You can find us wherever podcasts are streamed, uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music. Um, also on Instagram at Outlook underscore Industries. Thank you guys and have a wonderful rest of your day.